So you type it out, delete <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Type it out again. Usually. Delete that. Sometimes. Rewrite it. Yeah. And go, sod it, post. That's about right. That's in, what I do. In response to... All sorts of crap. And that's your life on Facebook. Sadly, yes. Get off it. What a waste of... Uh, yeah, I need that. to. I really need to. I haven't planned anything. Okay, good. We just switched the computer on, press record, and we're away. Say exactly that. I haven't planned anything. We're away. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) 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 We should have some theme music in place by now, shouldn't we? I think next season... Welcome to episode... uh, 17. 17. 17. 17. (laughs) 17. 17 is our lucky number. Episode 17 of season one of our podcast, A Wedding Photographer's Journey, with me, Darren. Uh, Me, Cara. And we are the dynamic duo of... (laughs) We're not a dynamic duo. We are far from a dynamic duo. We're a photography duo. Yes. Husband and wife team. Yeah. I'm the lead photographer. And I'm the... The other one with the, the camera. The other one. <laughs> That's really unfair. That's really unfair. No, it isn't. It's about right. It isn't right, though, is it? Mm. It's not right, to be fair. Mm. Okay. But it's episode 17. you <laughs> <laughs> like... How did we get this far? I don't know how we got to 17, <laughs> actually. I can't... That, that really doesn't equate to me, because I thought it'd be... If I was honest, I would have said it'd been about nine or ten. Yeah. We started this podcast. We did an introductory episode on May the 13th. That isn't actually that long ago, is it? We were still in lockdown then, yeah. in inverted commas. Mm. And we were doing our walk past photos. Door traits, I like to Door call them. Door traits. You like to call them walk past. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, we thought we'd just do a podcast, see where it goes. And we kind of enjoyed doing it, haven't we? Enjoyed sitting down and having a chat. Yeah, we have. We've had a few listens and a few comments, which is always nice. Yeah. But I thought we would probably, uh, this episode would be our end of season episode. Because we've done our last wedding of the our calendar year. Yeah. Unless we get something comes out of the woodwork late. Which is possible. Which is quite possible. Mm-hmm. And if we, I thought if we did get that, then we might do an in, an interlude episode. Yeah. Is that the right word? Interlude. No, I don't know it's interlude. <laughs> an interim we would do an interim episode. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh because you're, you're going to cut that really out, aren't you? And you've like ruined the whole, the whole illusion is now gone. <laughs> I mean, we should keep it in. That so illusion you, that we flow so wrong. smoothly. I'm the one with the English O-level. <laughs> O-level. <laughs> That's, I've just given my age away now saying I've got O-levels. O-level. Oh, God. Oh, is that for ordinary O? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, it was for ordinary level. I was at school, when I left, I was in the first year, this gives my age away now, that did the GCSEs. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was the first year that participated in that, and they were really rock hard then, they were. They were rock hard. They were rock hard. They were really hard. So, they have got easier, those exams. So, people are leaving school now with A stars and all that, when probably if they took the exams the year I left... They'd have been nowhere near it. Absolutely not. Nowhere near it. No. Anyway, those 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 grades mean absolutely sweet FA when you do real life. Of course. Anyway, as our last wedding was done, I thought we'd make this our end of season episode. Fanfare. I, I can't do fanfare. We should have had something, a, a, a kazoo or something. A kazoo. <laughs> That's only not like a kazoo, did it? I like a kazoo. Is that the Yeah. You just blow yeah. into them and you, you just you just make the noises and yeah. it sounds oh, awful. Yeah. Okay. Awful. No, we haven't got one of those. Maybe no. next season. Perhaps not. <laughs> <laughs> but talking of next season, 
I suppose we will probably pick up this when our season starts again, which is going to be, as the calendar stands at the moment, about March. Yeah. Unless something comes in, because we generally, we usually have something January, February, don't we? I think this is the first year we haven't had a December wedding for a while. Well, that's true. For a few years. But as as it stands, we'd pick it up. But I do plan to do maybe an end of year or Christmas, whatever, that sort of thing. Yeah. But as far as season one goes, this is the finale. You can hear everybody going, aww. Not. Not. Where should we start? Should we go straight into review or is there anything we want to just... I think we should start with a review, and then if we can think of anything as we that's go along, true, yeah. we can just that's true. There's quite a lot to get through, go off. and I don't want to bore everybody. Well, I do. You're not going to go into too much detail. Well, about no. This, all, are you? all I thought I'd do is just recap on each episode we did to remind ourselves, and maybe we can remember good points and bad points. Okay, you might have to or test no my points. memory. We did an introductory episode, as I said in March, and that that was kind of we didn't have no subject. Do you remember us sitting and we just sort of yeah. decided it was about 15 minutes or so, and we just outlined what we pr- proposed to do did we not actually talk anything photography nah. really can't remember but the, f- the next two episodes episode one or two were generally just trying to build a picture of our background my background particularly oh yes of course episode one we titled it photographing a wedding with a point and shoot are you serious yeah in that episode that. i basically built a picture of where I- where i've come from with my photography not that it's all about me, but you're just trying to build a picture yes, just yes. to introduce ourselves. And I kind of told the story of my first wedding, which was done with a literal Sony Cybershot C100 point and shoot yeah. that I've got behind me. Mm, still here. And it still works. Yeah, It does. Don't know what the photos are like. And that mind. was a family member's wedding, wasn't it? Mm. And uh, it was a good wedding. Yeah. And it was a good experience with a camera. It's what got you the bug. Got the bug. Oh got you the the bug yeah the bug got me yes the bug got you but it was an enjoyable experience because i wasn't so much a photographer then but i liked photography yeah you can see the difference and yeah. i like the fact that we had a camera and it was relatively a half decent camera in, in the images it took i can't remember how big the megabyte the pictures were and all them but it had, it had a nice look to it mm. it was different to the old um Film 30, cameras 35 mil yeah. film. Well, they weren't even 35 mil. They were 110 point and shoots I was using before then. Remember, we Did you just sk- skip the 35 mil I, well, I came from a background that that was a proper camera. There's no way my family that would have invested money in that sort of thing. So Aww. we literally had like a Boots 110 point and shoot. I think they were either pink, some of them were black, and they had an inbuilt flash, didn't they? Or even a built-in flash. And they were, they were, they were quite... I really don't remember... They were like that long. Cameras. They were about, We've spoken to them before and I still can't well, remember They were about they eight inches like. long yeah. by about two inches wide by about one inch in depth. No. no. I, and the, going to have to look up the film that went in Google. them wasn't a 35mm roll film. It was like a Yeah, cas- I, mem- a, a I remember the cassette. I remember the cassettes that go in them. I just can't for the life yeah. of me remember what the well, cameras were like. That's all that we had. Because we were so poor. Oh, we get the filings out. Poor Croydon boys. Well, I liked... Yeah, all right, get that in there. <laughs> That's where I've come from. I've liked taking photos, but unfortunately I didn't really get into it at school and going forward from there. I thought um, you did a bit at school. I did a bit. You in told a, me in, about... In one of my GCSEs. Yes. I did a media studies course. Yeah. And photography was part of it. Was that 35mm you were using? No. No? Um, that's a lie. Yes, they were. Yeah. But they were very cheap cameras. We weren't allowed to take them home. 
that's a lie again because we were allowed to take them home because I was doing <laughs> media studies. Yeah. If you weren't involved in the technical side of these courses, you couldn't just help yourself. Mm. But because I was involved, I was able to. T- I had to take a camera with me because I didn't have a very good one. And my project, I remember in that um, that course, my coursework was to do with football grounds because obviously I was a football crazy. Nut, I? And I remember doing our local football grounds. I had to go to watch a game on a Saturday. <gasps> Terribly. Oh, you poor thing. Sit in the crowd and just do photos that I wanted to go into my... Anyway, cut a long story short. That's They gave us a camera and I could also send the film off for slides because my project, my final project was a slideshow. So mm. it was slide-based. But yeah, I did use a 35mm then. So that's where the but seeds were sown. Yeah. Then. It probably was actually, yeah. as, far as, as far as the sports side goes. Yeah, definitely. But then obviously, I went to college. I didn't study the same things. Then I went to work. Then we married. We got as kids. And it didn't happen until our kids got of an age where I brought another camera. Mm. But we did that point and, uh, wedding with a point and shoot, and the photos were they're fine, half decent, not absolutely they? fine. So we they did, loved them. We did a photo book, didn't we? And yeah. that looked really good. And that's the first time I'd seen my pictures in something that looked quite professional. Yeah. Not that the photos were, but because it was a photo book. And they were quite sizable in the book. The presentation was exactly, yeah. It all looked really nice. Yeah, but for photographing a wedding with a point and shoot, I was pretty serious because mm. I did give it a go. Yeah. In that episode, we also made the point about going in one direction when you start. One direction. You have to go forward every time. Mm-hmm. What? What? Your stuff. <laughs> your phone going off. I thought you said it was on silent. <laughs> Hang on. We spoke about going forward, so newbies getting into photography, they've just got to keep going forward. Yeah. They can't waver one side or get put off and be sidetracked or stand still or even go backwards. It's just literally going forward. And that just means educating yourself. Whatever that means, yeah, whatever that takes. Well, yeah, exactly. Educating generally and just practising and getting better. Just keep stepping forward one bit at a time. Yeah. You know, it's not a race. There's not always an end, end line. It's just a case of keep the momentum all throughout your photography life just keep going forward as we are mm. we're still going forward you just go forward so newbies you don't know it all to start with that's frustrating particularly when you're looking at other pictures other photographers photos that you shouldn't be doing to compare you should do for inspiration yeah and for ideas you know to see what you like but to compare, it's hard though isn't it not to compare even now you know i can comp- i always compare because i compare the that's what I want to do. And that was my yeah, motivation way, yeah. to keep going forward. Yeah. I wanted to do that. Um, so it's more of a, 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 a an acid test. That's, that's, I think that's so, where yeah. you want to be. Yeah. Not so much you want to copy that, but that's where you're heading. That's yeah, the direction you're that's heading right. in. There's point A and there's point B. Yeah. I think we mentioned in that episode. Some people, they can get A to B just like that. Others, it's a process that takes years. Yeah. But they're all getting to the same end. At different speeds. At different speeds. So that was episode one. Episode two followed about a week later. It's a terrible American accent, by the way. It wasn't supposed to be American. It was supposed to be movie-based. Episode two. Can you remember the title? No. I remember because I've got it in front of me. Following my heart and then my brain. Why entering, then leaving sports photography was the best decision to survive... As a professional wedding, sorry, a professional photographer. That's a very long title. <laughs> a bit more of a sentence, wasn't it? A bit more of a sentence, yeah. yeah. So basically, this was just carrying on from the previous episode, wasn't it? But obviously, my heart, sorry, my 
my heart, yes, that's right, was in sports. Yeah. I wanted to be a sports photographer. Like, to be fair, I had my fair share of good experiences. Mm. I had my fair share of publications in national magazines and papers. That was all very nice. You had to put that in there again. But that was a point to do. My point is, I wanted to work at a professional level. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to be one of those that turned up just for the sake of it and mm. having a bit of fun. It was a jolly up. You know me. My attitude is one of professionalism. Oh, totally. Always has been. Just because I was on telly a couple of times, but it's me, look, look, look. <laughs> Freeze, freeze, freeze. Stop, pause, Stop, rewind, rewind, pause rewind. rewind, pause, rewind. There I am, there I am. Where? I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite exciting, though. But I entered the sports. I worked for a sports agency for a few years. It was all fine. But then, realistically, you have to look at the progress you're making. Mm. When I say progress, I'm talking professionally and financially. Financially was the, the biggie, wasn't well, it? Well, there was no progression, was mm, there? No. It got to a stage we were covering expenses, if that. Yeah, if you're lucky. Know, no guarantee. So it was with a heavy heart I left the sports scene to get into weddings because we'd done a few weddings at the same time. Yeah. We'd done a few weddings here and there. Mm. And financially, it was obvious. That's where But I don't. I didn't want money. that to be the dominating factor why I changed subject yeah because I'm a people person and my favorite photos are of things happening i.e the football or sports and people yeah so the weddings was kind of it, it, it was the same but it was a longer period you did have a little bit of influence from a certain someone to go down the wedding room well yeah I know that somebody not sitting too far away at the moment <laughs> but we did have those conversations didn't we mm. um, but that episode two was literally just summing up and um why we ended up doing photos as wedding photographers. <laughs> Being wedding photographers, you mean? Yeah. That's why yeah. we ended up going down it's the route of wedding it. photography. Because I don't see myself as a wedding photographer. I'm a photographer, but I do weddings. Yeah, we, we talked about this fairly recently again, didn't we? I don't like the term wedding photographer. I know, obviously, that's what people look for they, and, and understand what a photographer <clears throat> who shoots wedding is called. Mm. But I just like to say we're photographers that like to shoot weddings exactly because if somebody comes to me f- to do a job for them with the, with a camera I don't say oh no, I don't do that I only do weddings mm. and I'm not saying I'm a jack of all trades somebody might come to me I've had a couple of people come to me actually and ask for some commercial product photography and yeah. I've had to say my product photography is products in situ yeah I don't do plain white backgrounds you don't stage for, things in no, that yeah not just a, that but a particular environment yeah some products the pictures are taken to sell, aren't they, on websites? So it's just a, it's just a white background. Yeah, yeah. And the products. More studio-based in that yeah, exactly. case, exactly, that's it? what I'm saying. Yeah. Whereas my product, I would I would take a p- picture of a product on a shelf, yeah. in situ, that sort of thing. Yeah. And there's not always a call for that, is there? No. When people want products, they kind of want products to go on websites to sell, don't they? Yeah. But yeah, that was that episode, really. Um, it was a road I wanted to go down, the knowledge and passion I had for sports, but I realised I was in the wrong field, and I wanted to progress as a professional photographer. Yeah. So that's kind of what I wanted to do. Episode three, that followed. Bear in mind we it were... would follow two. Yeah, it did. It followed three. Two, three, two, uh, one, two, three, yeah. two, one, two, three, two, one. <laughs> two, two, three. Episode three followed a week after. <laughs> he just stuck his finger up at me. <laughs> Can you remember the episode of that one? No. We were in the middle of lock- lockdown. 
in inverted commas. <laughs> that made you this little, little, little bunny that, that is. lockdown. We were told to stay home, weren't we? And everyone was saying, oh, it's lockdown, yeah, we're all in lockdown. Yeah, nobody ever really we mentioned lockdown. Been, we have never but, been uh, in lockdown. No, nobody officially ever said we're going into lockdown. We weren't in lockdown. No. We were just told to stay at home. Yeah. Oh, so we're in lockdown. No, we told mm, to stay at home. That's what you're calling it. Yeah, yeah. Lockdown, <laughs> nothing's open except for the shops. Yeah. Nothing runs. Anyway, we won't go there. No, we won't go there. Has COVID-19 changed the wedding industry for good? I think that was a really um what's the word about when you a, a, a foresightful yeah a, a, a episode is that what, a weaving a word yeah we we kind of had a feeling amongst both of us and amongst in our conversation didn't we that this covid was going to really have an impact quite large an impact on the industry many yeah. that an impact that many weren't foreseeing yeah insightful not foresight foresightful foresight insightful not foresightful foresightful i got you I don't think there's such a word as foresightful. No, no. But yeah, we... I can't remember the exact words we used, but we were basically saying that it might now encourage couples to look at weddings and how they want a wedding to go. Yeah. Because meeting as huge groups was impossible. It wasn't happening at all at that point. At that point. We could see that that wasn't going to happen for a long time. Exactly, and kind of at the back of that became this 30 rule at weddings didn't it when yeah. they were allowed in it was kind of what we said yeah they would be small mm. and then we've done small weddings since then haven't we yeah and from those weddings you kind of feel that the couple are thinking this was probably the best wedding we could have done yeah because we've literally had a great day it's been the nearest and dearest it's been lo- low-key as in budget friendly they've got the best out of the day they could and it doesn't go on till a silly o'clock. And it's been stress-free. Exactly, all that. Yeah. But such wedding days must be, for the most part, so stressful. Which means they're now married, so they could look to do a party, which is just organising a party, a year's time or so. Yeah. And we kind of, we kind of could see that, could couldn't see we? That, could and we could feel that. Yeah. And we're kind of pushing our couples, or not our couples, but couples that inquire with us, that there is another option, even now, when we're sort of still yeah. in this restricted time. But we're still looking forward to a year that might not... Well, I, uh, as I've said before, I go on a lot of these Facebook sites um, of couples looking to get married, these chat sites. Mm. And still, a lot of them, are, even though they've postponed to next year, they're coming back and saying, I've postponed to next year. I'm still not sure mm. whether it's going to go ahead. And others are saying, just go 22. Yeah. Just go 22. Yeah. So I think that's going to be yeah. Because I remember lots of so many listening people. to lots of podcasts and listening to lots of listening to articles. That'd been fun, wouldn't mm. it? Reading lots of articles, and lots of the photography community was saying, "My God, twenty twenty one is going to be the busiest year yet." If you're going to start up as a wedding photographer, twenty twenty one is the year because there's going to be that many weddings, that many weddings that can't be done. You know what I mean? That yeah. sort of thing. And I was saying, and I don't think that's going to happen at all. No, I don't. I think twenty twenty one will be full of. Tw- 2020 weddings yeah if they can still go ahead and i think that probably by then most of them will just decide to get married yeah exactly to do the legal part and there won't be as many new 2021 weddings and i still believe that has been the case yeah I do too. some photographers are booked up for 21 but yeah. that's because bulk of their work is from last year yeah yeah they would admit it but it is yeah it's fact but they have picked up a few more we picked up a few yeah we've picked up a few more for 22 yeah so people are looking ahead aren't they already mm. but i don't think next year will be the whopping year that everybody predicted not in, not in the way of new weddings no no exactly 
there is still it'll that. be like a mopping up year i reckon yeah exactly and it's still that uncertainty yeah and there'll be a lot of, if it does repeat how many couples will just say that that's it we've cancelled it twice in 2020 we've had to cancel again you know how many couples will just say no leave it forget it yeah and just leave it either for good or just leave it for a few years mm. until this is obviously a thing of the past unless they really want to get married of course but which you'd hope they would yes but then that's when the intimate the smaller weddings yeah, come in was what yeah. we were saying wasn't yeah, it, that's that episode. Right. yeah has covid19 changed the wedding industry for good and, and yeah and like you just said it will be that's right. into the future that's people right. will it just has not, changed it yeah and i think the mentality in people's thoughts and weddings is slightly on the change well especially as they're not going to be able to get insurance yeah well that that made that's a major yeah it's huge it? that is exactly but you can always get a photographer. Yeah. And we put in our COVID plan B in place, didn't we? Yeah. And I don't mind bragging. I love bragging. No, I don't. We were quite in quite early with that. We were. And I, I, I truly believe in our area, we were the first. Yeah, I think we were. We were the first that were looking ahead. Yeah. And we put a COVID-19 plan B in place. And we got a couple of takers on that. But then it became a thing. Quite quickly, it became a thing. Yeah, which is fine, you know. Which is very typical of us, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. We do something yeah. either too late or we're yeah. the first to do it, and then Everybody following week, everyone's doing it, and we get trodden on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the stampede. But it's nice to be able to take that to couples, particularly that were contacting us to rearrange their weddings. We always gave them a plan B. Yeah, and they were so grateful for that, weren't they? Yeah, for course. that professionalism, for that expertise from us. Yeah. You yeah. do look to your photographer and your other suppliers, don't you, for a bit of help sometimes? Yeah, of course. Because of your expertise. So we were able to offer that to, the, to them. Um, a couple took it. Um, others, we just, we've changed their date and just hoping, fingers crossed, next year. We shall see. We'll be good. Episode four, that was a biggie. No. Why <laughs> is there so much negativity, oh, the negativity in the wedding photography industry? We have been accused of being quite negative in a lot of our episodes. But we're we? not. Yeah, that, that's fair. We're naturally not negative people, but we will talk about things that have a ne- negative aspect. Yeah. So we, if something's out there and it's not right, we'll talk about it. Yeah. But we don't let it affect us. We'll have a grumble, and then when we finish our conversation, that's the end of it. Yeah. We don't carry that with us, do we? We don't carry burdens. We don't carry. Oh, what's the word when you've got a grudge? We don't carry grudges we don't things like that things are quite negative mm. but I think that's why it's quite easy for us to get things out there and talk about them yeah and mention them because the facts are these things happen don't they yeah they do there's negativity in the world and I think in that episode that was the time of this BLM issue weren't oh, there and course, there was a lot yeah. in the news at that time not just on the negativity in certain communities but in the news in general it was just horrible, wasn't it? It was just a horrible time. Obviously, the frustrations that everyone were facing because they're all in lockdown. Yeah. Not to live their it lives sort of, as it, normals. It, it made it so much more... It impacted it, didn't it, yeah, so much, didn't it? More real. Not more real. More yeah. in your face. It was just so intense. Yeah. That's well, that's say. right. That's right. And that's what... And obviously, we'd had experiences in the industry, haven't we? Yeah. And we, I think we might have experienced a few things around about that same time or read something or... You know, saw someone's comment on something and it kind of led us to just just get it out there why did it, why, why the negativity the notes for that show were we're not the type to grumble naturally but if we do we keep it to ourselves or we put it on the podcast or we put it on the podcast <laughs> yeah i'm sure people think so why can't everybody else that was the point we we keep negativity to ourselves so why can't everybody else yeah in a period of time that has seen so much negativity in the press 
online and in publications, we thought it might be a ripe time for us to lay out our cards out and say what makes us grumble. The photography oh, stopped, industry, really. <laughs> the photography industry, like it or not, is full of negative people who do not like other suppliers and photographers for whatever reason. That's harsh words. It's quite harsh, actually. But that is that. fact. No, no, don't. That is fact. Read it again. The photography industry, like it or not, is full of negative people who do not like other photographers or suppliers for whatever reason. So you're not saying that all photographers do not like. Oh other. no, no. It is just full of negative. It's neg- full of negative people. There are lots of negative suppliers, shall we say? Yeah. They're not negative as in they're negative to the industry. Just competitively, they're negative. Yeah, it's openly, very close shop, isn't it? Quite with openly, them. yeah. By clicks, and we've been on wedding yeah, fairs. Uh, we, we've yeah. had, we've had industry suppliers next to us, and they've got running battles with another oh, industry. Yeah. Uh, it's not I me. Mean, yeah. It's there. That's my point. And they quibble and they quabble and they go on Facebook and they whinge and they What's moan, quabble, quibble, quarrel, quarrel, quibble and they quabble. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that something you have with custard? Quabble, <laughs> apple quabble. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to lighten the tone. I don't like getting too serious. Yeah, you don't like the negativity. It's not that I don't like the negativity. It's just, it's just a we hard felt, conversation We, we felt to at have, that time it? it was right to speak about it, wasn't yeah. it? Because we'd bottled a lot up. Yeah. We'd put up with a lot. And we'd seen a lot in the media and all that. The weren't to do with weddings, obviously, but they just, we just felt wound up at that time, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, that's true. Got a little bit wound up ourselves. Yeah, we're so starting to chill we, a bit now. We let rip. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, episode four, go and have a listen because it is... It's insightful, mm. and I dare any other supplier to listen to it and not agree with some of it. Well, that's right. The band to agree yeah, with And I don't care if anybody runs me down behind my back about what I do, because I'm not here to please the majority. You're not here to please anybody. I'm only here for one re- or two reasons. Yeah. And my couple. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. There's nothing else that we're in the industry for. Mm. We have nice circles. We know suppliers. We're friendly with suppliers, but we know those that... I've got a lot to say about other suppliers. Yeah. But I won't have my ears burned by what they've got and to they say do, about somebody else. And they don't tend to talk to us in that way because they know that's that right, we're not yeah, ones yeah. for getting involved that's in right. anything like that. And that's what, in-house and that, that is, fighting that's, that's or whatever. That's true in life as well, though. If, Definitely. If somebody doesn't know where they stand with you, yeah, they give you they'll keep you away from you. Absolutely. Well, that's kind of what we've, we've I've, always found that both what I've learned in way. life. And I, that, I'm happy with that. I'm comfortable yeah, with that. Yeah. I don't get close to people that I don't need to. And they if you are new they kind of test you by stirring up conversation don't mm. they and kind of see which way you lean so because yeah. we don't bite and because we don't nod in agreement when they're bringing we'll up we'll change the subject won't we we'll yeah, just change the subject they, they, they know quite quickly turn it around. Yeah. which is why I feel we are me and you are able to talk negatively not talk negatively talk about the negativity yeah. that we see because yeah. it doesn't bother us I think that's an interesting point actually we, we're not negative we just talk about negativity exactly that's, that that's isn't necessarily it's a, negative it, it's, it's a subject a and it's thing. a fact yeah that's right uh, what else is it saying there why do they gang up on outwardly and outwardly discourage the new newbie photographer now that I'm not saying that happens in the wedding industry but in the sports side of things when I was working in there that was rife yeah that was horrible yeah some they bad they were vile didn't you? I mean openly verbally vile to, to youngsters to college students whatever they were doing there they were not wanted yeah they were vile they really were these are grown men yeah I know they were horrible um, it's like anything in life there's little clicks isn't there they don't like to let anybody in that they don't know they have to test them first mm. before they let them in 
Uh, and we just talked about the whole thing, really, didn't we? That if you're not part of a group, a recognised group or a body, you're kind of discouraged. Yeah. But not, maybe not discouraged, but you're not encouraged as a new a new face on the circuit, are you? No. We mentioned that it was a taboo subject. We gave our take and we gave some personal experiences. Yeah. So, episode four, it's worth a listen. Definitely. If nothing, just for a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Just to see what gets our goat. Episode five. Is it right what? that you should work for free as a photographer? Oh, this, this is, is my one. pet hate in the photography industry. Mm. Working for free. And even lately in the wedding photography industry, working for fucking peanuts. Yeah. Literally. It's not so much working for free, it's the expectation of you working for free. I, no, I don't necessarily, yeah. The episode was about working for free and we discussed there were reasons why you should work for free. starting out. And what your uh, yeah, process was and why you mm. would need to do that. Yeah. I did it and there was reasons behind why I did it, but then there came a stage when that came to an end. Mm. Morally, it had to come to an end. And yeah. obviously I'd given what I needed to get what I needed out of it for free. But currently at the moment in the wedding industry, it's a race to the bottom. Oh, it really has got bad this year. Isn't it? Awful. Even the last month or so. Even worse. As the year's Jeez. gone on, it's just got lower and lower. People now lower. will do a, wedding, a whole day wedding photography from bridal prep through to the evening dance for 150 quid. I've seen 150 pounds. With that album. is the cheapest. With album? 150 pounds. You've seen it with an album? With album. Or I'm photo, not... a book of some kind. I'm not saying a four or five hundred pound Bellissimo album. No, obviously not. But what I'm saying is they're doing it for 150 quid and they've still got expenses to come out of that to cover the wedding. They must be actually going into their own pockets. That is a race it to the bottom, be. isn't it? And it is that that's my worry in the wedding photography industry. Is that what it's becoming? Yeah. A race to the bottom yeah. where you just give everything away. And so the industry the expectancy of a price of a wedding photographer is going to be sub mm. five hundred yeah. before long, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So working for free, we gave reasons why. Why you should, why it's good to. But I think the point we made in there was you should at least be getting something out of it if you're going to work for free. I.e., if you're going to do a friend's wedding, you might want to do it for free, but it might be worth just saying, I'll do it for 50, 80, 100 pounds to go towards my new lens fund, that sort of thing. Yeah, Get some value out of it. That was the point, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. The other side to that was doing it for public or not necessarily publications, maybe commercially or for businesses for free. And that would set the tone for the rest of the photographers that they would approach year after year. Yeah. It's, it's done for free, usually. This is we've, done had, for free. we've had that said to us. So and so done it for free. Yeah. I'll um, give you good yeah. exposure. Yeah. It's good for your portfolio. Mm. It's nothing. That doesn't pay the bills. No. And that's what's happening in the wedding industry, I fear, that people coming in and charging sub 500 to do a four day wedding. That is going to be the expectancy. Yeah. You know, oh, my mate got married last year. She had so-and-so. He was only 300 quid. Why are you 1,300? Yeah. <laughs> it would be difficult for people yeah. to understand the disparity, wouldn't it? That's for sure. But again, that, that's a good list. And there were some good key points in there. And it was kind of just saying to the newbie, not to work for free, as in money free, but have some value from it. Yeah. So not necessarily money exchanged. But have some value from it. That was a point I was trying to make. And for it to be a short term. That's the most important thing. Yeah. yeah there's, a, there's a reason you do it and there's a time you do it, but you don't do it for the rest of your career. No. Because you won't have a well, career. Well, you won't have a career, exactly. I certainly won't have any money. 
Episode six, we just brushed over the experience, the whole experience from client inquiry to delivering the final product. So we just gave an overview of how we do things, didn't we? Yeah. So there's not really a lot we need to go into that. That was just painting a picture of how we treat our clients. We discussed how we initially aim to acquire our clients. So we spoke about Instagram, what we can do in Instagram as far as hashtags go, posting and all that, which reminds me. My Instagram is terrible at the moment. It's well, yeah, really well, bad. Well, I don't think we're, we're anywhere near where we should be no, with that anyway. No. We need to do some work. So I, I have got in contact with somebody on Instagram. I think they're quite local to us. They're a bit of a marketing expert. Yeah. And uh, she's got, she has some good content coming out. And I think she wants to try and help. So I'm quite keen to get on board with her. We definitely should. So it is hard. It is hard. It's time, it's time kind consuming. Of, Exposure is one of the most important things when you're in our game. Yeah, and it just seems that I want to say we put the brakes on, but we've we've neglected. Well, the thing is, we haven't been doing weddings, so we haven't been able to show weddings. We've been out of that routine, haven't we? And it's really hard to keep regurgitating stuff and be feeling feeling uh, enthused by it when it's just you think, well, that was like last year or even the year before. I mean, some people are showing stuff five, six years old. Yeah, I know that happy eighth anniversary and all that. Yeah. So we discuss how we try to acquire our clients, um, forming a working relationship, the extra miles worth going in order to give them the best experience possible. They've invested in you, give a little back. And I still think, well, we that's our, still our ethos. Yeah. Under promise, over deliver. Every time, mm. without question. You have to make them feel they're the most important thing. Yeah. In your life. Yeah. To get the best out of them. Because you are... They've invested in you, haven't they? Quite. Yeah, they've invested in you. They, they put their trust in you. Trust, yeah, yeah. But there's a, there's a lot of little things you can do. I, mean, I think we did drop a little few gold nuggets in there. It's worth a listen if you're new. Yeah. Just have a listen to that. Our whole experience. It wasn't bigging ourselves up. It was just trying to build a picture, and maybe someone can have a few takeaways from that. Mm, Chinese mm, takeaways. <laughs> or episode seven. Are you professional? I totally am. Are you professional? This was quite a meaty episode, if I remember. Because we see a lot, or we even hear a lot of stories, and we do see a lot, actually, of people working in this industry that they're not the professionals they should be. Mm. Particularly (laughs) in our field, the wedding photography side, I think we made a point that too many people want to be friends first and the professional photographer second. Yeah, and that causes all sorts of problems. Which is the wrong way round. It causes all sorts of problems. It's the wrong way round. In my my humble opinion, which counts for nothing, because opinions are like something that we've all got. Yeah, remember that. They're just opinions. That was in episode one, wasn't it? Carry on. I thought you were going to come in with something else. No, no. Being a professional photographer means behaving in a certain way. Doing business in the correct manner and respecting the industry you and your co-photographers work in. In this episode, we discussed being fed at a wedding. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes or no? No. Should I show my prices on my website? Now, that was quite a good point, that. Yeah. Because I've got an opinion. i still got the same opinion. But I I suppose I did educate myself on the back of that. It was good to do that. Yeah, exactly. So it just... Just and we still we still hold to our what I we believe yes believe, but show your prices you can understand why not stop annoying clients stop making them do extra work yeah but I can understand from a marketing point and for 
getting rid of the tat, if you like, which in my mind that's judging somebody. Yeah, really, you know. I think that's but wrong. If you think that's how it how it works for you, that's fine. Uh, but some people don't show it for those reasons. Yeah, it's part of their ploy, part of their marketing, part of their tactics to acquire the clients. Yeah, um, and also it doesn't for those that don't show prices we were listening to a podcast a couple of days ago and they were saying that by not showing their prices it gives them more a bit more flexibility especially when with what's going on at the moment yeah but they can they can yeah they, that's the point yeah there they can shift nothing, things about a bit they don't have a price yeah so it's a case of negotiate yeah see what the feeling is which i can kind of understand how that could work so i think we kind of gave an experience ourselves with one of our friends from a while back, they, That's right, they contacted yeah. a photographer who gave them an overinflated price yeah. to what they usually charge because of the venue. Yeah, and then we know that they charge another couple a different, less pleasing venue, shall we say? Oh, that's what you mean, yeah. And yeah. their price was less than half the price that they had charged mm. our friend for getting married at this lovely venue. So they charged according to the venue. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that, that's wrong to my mind. Yeah, it it's is. It's wrong. Yeah. It's a bit cheating, that is. It's dishonest. But I'm sure there's lots to do that. Yeah, it's fine. If you want to do it, get on with it. I'm not judging you, but to me, that's wrong. Uh, venues wanting photographs for free. Oh, yeah. That was in that episode. Oof. And we, re- we re-raised that issue a couple of times. A couple of three times, didn't yeah. we? Because that is still a pain. It is a pain. It's the expectancy. And you see lots and lots of posts from photographers on these pages where they're they, they're just photographers on there asking yeah. questions where they're saying that they've been approached they want the photographs even before their couples have had mm. the photographs it's just it's just it's rude again why. isn't it it's rude the expectation is so wrong mm. because they I feel that venues it's a prerequisite isn't it that at the end of this wedding they're going to have professional photos yeah. for, for their website for advertising yeah and it's like they, they're not even it doesn't even enter their head that that's Maybe not quite right. No. But why are photographers still letting it happen? I understand they build relationships for that venue so that hopefully they become a favoured photographer for that venue and they will get more work. I, I really, I see that, I understand it, and if that works, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But as a whole, venues, they do expect the wedding photos to pass their eyes and they can cherry pick. The best. Yeah, because one of them would complain that they had their water park mark on. That's them, right, yeah. That's like, and? <laughs> yeah. And? I don't want any water mark on yeah. it because. Did I say water mark? Water walk. <laughs> water walk. <laughs> <laughs> on the photos. So, you know, don't want that in my brochure. <laughs> Unbelievable, innit? I know. Unbelievable. I know. I think that, that popped up again on a later episode because it literally happened under our nose locally, yeah, didn't it? Where it somebody did. just con- literally contacted. Or put a post out to ask all the brides that used her facility to send her... The professional photos. The professional photos. Yeah. Unbelievable. Mm. But we, there is a contractual issue there, isn't there? Yeah. Because copyright will always remain with the photographer. Mm. The intellectual rights always belong to the photographer and you have to seek permission. Yeah. If photographers are saying, yes, you can use my photos, that's an issue. But they can. It's up to them. Yeah, exactly. But if they're just taking photos unbeknown to the photographer, that's when it becomes a sticky wicket. Yeah. A sticky biscuit. Bridesmaid, what is their role on the wedding day? <laughs> <laughs> that always makes me chuckle. I know. Because they don't know half the time, do they? No, they don't. Let's be honest. They're just there pretty for dress. a good day. Pretty dress. Yeah, get all that done. Bunch Champagne. of flowers. Bouquet, sorry. Fizzy bubbly. Yeah. Let's have a laugh. 
Let's yeah. get drunk. But I mean, they, they're good laugh. Yeah. They, they, they make the day what it is, don't they? Yeah, definitely. But they're just very... Yeah. They're just, they, they don't do what they perhaps traditionally should do yeah. a lot of the time. But I suppose this day and age, do they have to? Maybe, yeah, maybe it's just my old-fashioned yeah. way of thinking. I think that the issue was not so much of their role, what they're supposed to do traditionally. It's about just being a little bit helpful perhaps on the day. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. So we kind to of... the ride, yeah. We kind of don't order, but we kind of just suggest sometimes, don't Yeah. We? Just, just think about your bride. Episode eight, we went back into that pricing on your website, yeah or nay, because I think we mentioned it previously in the episode. So we did an episode on it, didn't we? About what? Pricing on your website. 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 Pricing on your website, yeah or nay. <laughs> God, you're Irish now. Scottish, that, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little pricing bit more Pricing on your website, yeah or nay. Yeah, we did, with we, us. We discussed that, didn't we? Um, and we, we've already said... I've learned from it why they do it. Yeah. You know, it's quite, well, not eye-opening, but it was, I educated myself a bit to understand a bit more. But in my mind, still show your bloody prices. Be transparent. Yeah. Be helpful to the couple. Well, that's above all else it is. It's, it's It just saves the couple time. Oh, wedding sequels are an actual thing now. What is this strange phrase? Not that we weren't talked about that. Yeah, that, that was part of that. Did we talk about that in that earlier episode then and then we brought it up Maybe again so, here? Maybe so, yeah, because we, we tend to talk about things and then... Then they happen. After that episode, <laughs> after that episode, we go off on our walks and chat even more, don't we? You know, yeah. We make it, oh, actually, we should bring all this back to the table yeah, on the next episode. Yeah, a bit more detail, yeah. We, we, we mentioned award chasing, didn't we? Yeah. Because around that time when nobody was working, all these suggestions for awards and it came to light that you could enter an award at your own leisure and pay for the privilege of doing it yeah and then spend all your time drumming up votes from your previous clients and then votes from your family and all that to then get onto a platform i suppose that people have got plenty of time to be doing that at the moment but but we 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 kind of we ain't we don't i just find it that's not our cup of tea is it empty if an award comes through if a letter comes through the letterbox or i get an email and it says oh you've been awarded this for doing this and that that is an award yeah out of the blue by industry recognized professionals industry recognised bodies that's different isn't it mm. but when you just got to do it yourself and it's a numbers game yeah you know somebody makes money at the end of these these events don't they mm. these award events of course they do and you have to do all the groundwork to, to if you want to get an award to put on your website to say I had all the or time or even be a nominee oh god yeah <laughs> a label I was nominated, nominated for the 2016 and I nominated myself yeah exactly <laughs> pay me, pay behave me yourself dues. honestly oh dear dear oh dear oh dear Time travel 101. Oh, yeah, we were watching watching at that point. Oh, my God, that was funny, that was... Oh, what was it called? We were watching then? Future Man. Future Man. That was really good, that was. You've got such a good memory. You haven't seen Future Man on Amazon? Yeah, it was really good, that. It's worth watching, that made me laugh. Episode 9. Why do Do we do what we do the way we do? The way we do it. We kind of made our song up there. Uh, Friends... Should you try to be best friend with your bride or We've couple? What are the risks, if any? We gave, but again, we were just going back elaborating yeah. on something we touched on previously, hadn't we? Yeah. Um, it's not wrong to be friends. You have to build a relationship with your couple. But it was, well, but it was all about being, day, being friendly and being being that's you know right. best buddies. But in that episode, I think we we highlighted that some photographers out there, male and female, but generally female, that <laughs> in their bio. They will actually say, 
and we will be friends. Yeah, we telling, will be telling, friends. Telling the couple, tell we are going to be but friends. I mean, if that's a bit stalky, if that well, yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? But if that's <laughs> the way you lead to find your ideal client, and they respond to that, I get it. We will be friends. <laughs> we will but be on, friends on the wedding day. <laughs> you're not a friend. You're a, you're a, you're a professional working in a friendly way, but you can't be a, you can't be a friend. No, because I think we mentioned that you can have a scenario where you're in bridal prep for instance and you think you're the bride's best mate but her best mate from years and years is already there that you've never met mm. so you could have a clash of personalities yeah you could have this bridesmaid saying who do you does this man or woman think she is being my best mate's best mate and they're just a photographer this is what i'm saying yeah. so you have to take a step back and be be professional a professional the day. photographer because at the end of the day you're providing a service yeah for that day yeah and that that relationship shouldn't be affected on the day no you've got to maintain that professional absolutely stance i'm just reading for the notes there quickly that that was it really um episode 10 we talked about is it too soon for the wedding industry to turn return as we know it because there was a bit of movement online wasn't there about what date was that oh that's a question now that was the 22nd of july but people, the wedding industry, people in the wedding industry who'd had their grants yeah. and spent their grants, but <laughs> <laughs> well, now wanting to get back to work because they... Could have spent their grants. Could have spent their grants, <laughs> but they couldn't get back to work. So they're basically pushing and in, try and push the government to let them go back to being wedding suppliers and let yeah. weddings go ahead, yeah. which we were just... I was just flabbergasted by what I was reading online and the amount of people in the wedding industry that were agreeing with it. Mm. Hashtagging this movement. I what happened to that movement? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, did, I, I lost it, interest it because I, out, didn't I totally it? didn't agree I with it. Well, I suppose now you can get back to weddings in a small way. Can't I suppose you? so. That's true. But they were literally trying to tell. Did they them, win then? Well, no, of course they didn't win because it's coronavirus or COVID nineteen. I don't know how to say it. It's coronavirus. Coronavirus is still there. Yeah. But they were trying to push sod the coronavirus, sod the risk. We got to get back to work. That was their whole message. Yeah. Without saying it in those exact words, yeah. the essence was. We need to get we back need, to we work because we're usually earning loads of money. We've got a lifestyle we need to keep. We need our holiday. We need our car. We need to get back to work. We need to pay the mortgage. Uh, all that. But I, I mean, you were sitting there reading things, going, "What people? Do, what do people not understand mm. at this current time?" And here we are, with rates going up and up and up well, as we speak, exactly. because if everything is going it? back Absolutely. to normal in inverted commas. Normal. And. Find out why Cara has been donning some gym wear recently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was embarrassing. Remember that? We went and did a... I do remember. It wasn't embarrassing. It you was. did a fantastic job. Obviously, I've got a fantastic figure. <laughs> Underneath the trackie, maybe. <laughs> but we did a little video for local leisure centre that was looking to reopen after the uh, the shutdown period. And uh, they couldn't get a, a subject, could they? No, all those a model. people. Yeah, all those people that go to the gym, even the young girls and young lads that work there, they wouldn't put on a tracksuit. They didn't want to go front the camera, did they? Some gym wear, some lycra, just, to go, and, did just it. to go and, you know, demonstrate the gym as it, as it was going to reopen yeah. in its different way. But that was a good exercise, and you did really well. I can't find it online anymore. It's probably been pulled. <laughs> no, it is still there, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. Dear. Yeah. Wedding fairs, what was the main function of these? Who generally participates and are they a productive exercise or a social supplier meetup? Um, I still are in two minds about them. Obviously, they've got their place. And a lot of 
couples still go to wedding fairs when they when they can. Mm-hmm. To to I think it's just to enjoy the atmosphere and not necessarily to find their suppliers. Though I think it is yeah, just right. about a day out. It is. It is. Which is great, you know. It, I think that they usually go with mum or yeah, bridesmaids, bridesmaids. And it is. It's an afternoon out. It's yeah. a bit of a, something to do. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they turn up and they're not influenced in some way because they might well be, but mm. generally it's just to go to a wedding fair because yeah. they're going to get married. Well, we went to a couple with our daughter when she was uh, organising her wedding, and I went to the national wedding fair with her, and that was that was amazing. Oh, at the, at the NEC, yeah, the but obviously yeah. we didn't That's get right. anything, anything from there. that. No. It was just a lovely experience. Yeah. And then we went to a local one, and she actually found a celebrant there. That's right. Yeah. So uh, it, you can find certainly things maybe you weren't expecting to find. Mm-hmm. But I think where photography is concerned, it is just a bit of a cattle oh, it market. Is, yeah. It's not, I don't know, I don't know if it really works for photographers. I understand that photographers, it, it, it's a chance to meet clients in person. And if you do connect with somebody, you are on a winner. Yeah. Because a lot of, particularly in the photography side of things, your pictures aren't always the reason you're hired. No, that's for They're sure. They're not. No, I totally agree with it's, that. It's who you are and what you offer and how you make them feel. Yeah. It's that connection. Yeah. I've seen photographs, photographers have taken, and they've been amazing, but I've heard the story that the, from the couple that he was a bit of a toe rag. Yeah. But his work was unbelievable, but on the day, a lot of the, he just wasn't very nice guests to work. Sort of like, that's what I mean, yeah. 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 You know, and that's, yeah, that, that's that on a, a relatively local level. Yeah. Um, they got the photos they wanted, but they didn't really like him, mm. which is fine. But or I, her. I, 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 or her, them. I personally, I couldn't ever have anybody do anything for me if I didn't like him. No, I couldn't. Especially someone as important as your wedding day. Yeah, exactly. You've got to be able to get on and have a an affinity with that person of some on some level. But uh, we did. We, I mean, we used to do wedding fairs, didn't we? We got some work the, the, from wedding the, the, fairs. There was, there was, there was a need at that time to do wedding fairs. I don't think there's not. I, I don't. I certainly don't rule them out completely. I no, know no. You're, you're probably a bit more negative yeah. to, to wedding affairs maybe. than I am. But I think maybe it's more of a girl thing as well. well. That, that might be what it is, yeah. really, because they are quite female oriented, yeah, aren't they? They are. Because uh, when we do wedding affairs, you do very well with the yeah the female party. Yeah. You really do. You connect with them. You talk very well with them. I rumble on like a bit of a wally, but <laughs> you win them round. <laughs> you go. You go to a Del Boy act. I am. I am like a suitcase tonight. Yeah. Come, I'll give you Come one on, of these. Ladies. Give me one of these. I'll give you two of these. Come on, yubbly jubbly. You know you want to. I'm not asking hundred pound. I'm not asking fifty quid. Twenty five pounds. All day wedding. Today oh, only. <laughs> That's probably why you not so keen. <laughs> yeah, but surprisingly, we have got weddings no. wedding fairs. Well, we've done wedding fairs, and they were productive. We went for a stage. We we never came from a wedding fair without a booking yeah. or two. Yeah. But then we kind of started to find our ideal client and they weren't generally coming to the wedding fairs. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, that when we true. were quite raw and doing our stuff, it was kind of... Anybody would do. Well, it was really, wasn't it? We <laughs> yeah. just wanted the experience and we wanted the content. Yeah. But that's nothing wrong with that when no, you're starting out. You've, no. you're new, you've got to be walking forward. But as time goes on, you change, you develop a style, you develop a a client in your head that you know you like to work with because of those that you've worked with. Yeah. And you know kind of who, what you want from them and what they want from you. Mm, true. So you build that ideal client picture in your head. And I just felt that ours weren't going to wedding fairs. Yeah. To be, yeah, I, I to be productive is what I mean. Yeah. They might go 
for a day out and have some Prosecco and have a look round and meet people and get business cards. But generally, they would do their research at home in the evening, yeah. online, because that's kind of when we get most of our emails. Yeah. You know, evening contact, that sort of thing. And wedding fairs do tend to be in, in locations that are a bit more, oh, what's the word, run of the mill? I know what you're saying, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're not going to find our clients there necessarily. So wedding fairs, we decided they're okay, but they're not really. Just for us, I think. They're not, we're not really on our to-do list. Yeah. Year in, year yeah, out. Yeah, definitely. You know, if we get an invite, can you, would you like to come to a wedding fair? We might say, oh, it's a new venue. We haven't been there. Just to show our face, just to meet the owner of the venue. Mm. See if we can build any sort of relationship with them. That's what kind of what you do, isn't it? Yeah. And I suppose what we're saying is the venues that we've all been to, we know that <laughs> we don't really want to give them what they want from us. No, that's right. They, they're into taking yeah. rather than um, dealing yeah. with you. Yeah. They just kind of want more from you than you can get from them, is what I'm trying to say. That's, uh, yeah, I know what I mean. Be careful what you say. I know. They might be listening. They might do. Episode 10, is, the, is it too soon for the wedding industry to return as we know it? Because that was that movement that was trying to get weddings to return, wasn't it? It was a controversial topic in the UK. There's a massive amount of pressure being put forward to allow weddings to return to a level we are more familiar with. But not all wedding suppliers agree. And the spokesperson for this motion being put forward does not represent the industry. They just represent their um, niche niche in the industry. Mm. But like us, they have an opinion. What is most important here? Return to earnings or maintaining the maintaining of a person's well-being. And that's what we discussed in that episode, isn't it? Yeah. And I think we've brushed on that previously, that everyone wants to get back to work. They're all frustrated. We do. They were pushing we They were pushing for the government to give them a roadmap to mm. basically say, we need to know when we can get back. But that's like, how long's a piece of string? Yeah. There is no answer. How can you push and demand a definitive answer when there is no definitive answer? Mm. And even now that we are able to shoot weddings again, weddings are going ahead on a... Obviously, on a limited scale. Yeah. There's still no def- definitive insight That's right. when it's they're going to go back to normal. That's normal. nice there. This is what we said before. Yeah. Have they changed for good? Yeah. I mean, this could rumble on for years, couldn't it? The uncertainty of putting groups of people together and what could come of it. I think it's going to be in everybody's head for a very, very, oh, very long many time. Many years. Many years. Yeah. Because the thing with a wedding, everybody from all walks of life and all age groups come together as one. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. Families on both sides, they're diverse. Young, old, you know, affluent, not so affluent. Affluent? Affluent, not so affluent. Do you know what I mean? There's different classes, but they all come together. I'm not saying there's some like germy grubby gits and they bring all the germs (laughs) in. But the point is, everybody comes from different walks of life, different areas, don't they? Travelling and all that. That's right. So when you're bringing all these people together in one venue under one roof, it could be for many years that could all always be seen as a risk. Yeah. So who's going to lose out there? Generally the elderly. And the elderly usually mean it's the couple's mother, father, grand, granddad. Yeah. Which are the most important people of your family usually, aren't they? Yeah. So therefore, as we've previously discussed, does that mean couples might be encouraged to go for the more intimate wedding? Mm. Where they can have mum, dad, grand and granddad and siblings. Because that's, that's the bulk not the bulk that's the most important the nucleus that's the word I was the looking for nucleus. that's the nucleus of your wedding party isn't yeah. it yeah you want them there yeah before everybody else yeah unless you haven't got granny and granddad and mum and dad then you just want your besties well, yeah. yeah that's true alright then <laughs> I stand corrected 
Episode 11. Are wedding photographers being true to their art or is there no art? After some reevaluating and deep soul searching, we asked the question and we discussed it. Has wedding photography become a lot of the same old same and has an industry standard inadvertently crept in and taken control? Ooh. And that was quite a biggie. Again, Very controversial. Episode 11. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that because... In my opinion, we discussed, didn't we, that there's a lot out there that is the same. It's not like, well, maybe it is that they are kind of copying, but they're not copying each other. They're just, they've seen a set standard that so many are doing. Mm. And we felt that maybe that had inadvertently become the set standard for the wedding yeah. industry. If you're not doing that, you're not doing it right. Mm, Newbies coming in, see that, aspire to it. That's what they've got to do. But we kind of stood our ground by saying, you do what you do as an individual. You develop your own style. You go down your own path. Because it's fact, isn't it, that there's not enough individual individual work, photography work, Absolutely. out there, is yeah. there? Yeah, I mean, we, we, when we first started out, we did fall into that trap. And I think we, we talked about that in that episode. That, that was kind of it, wasn't it? Yeah, you, yeah. you think there there is a, a standard to, to um, aspire to. And you look at it and you like the work. It's good work. That's I mean, right, it's, yeah. it's, it's really you good. You see it and you it's like really it. It's really good, clean, nice, respectable, res- um, expected work. Yeah, yeah. That's what you'd expect to see. But it's almost, I think we discussed also that it, workers in the digital age has become too, me- what's the right word? Mechanized. mechanized. It's like, it's like yeah. mechanically yeah. Perfect. produced. It's perfect. It's it, it's it's polished. It's clear. Yeah. But that's not necessarily art. That's not. That's a that's, cam- not that's, a, that's a machine. A camera's capabilities with the added computer software editing to make this clean, clear, polished product. Yeah. It works, too, I suppose. Too, but it's but, too clean and but, it's too polished. But that's fine if some are doing it. But everybody's photos, wedding photos, seem to be like that. Hmm. And we sort of said, where is the art? Where is your soul? Where's your personality? In your photographs. Mm. Because it might be hard for a newbie to sort of get their head around this, but you do develop a style. The longer you do something, the more you do, you inadvertently have a style. And the trouble is, you'll second guess that style. Well, that's right, because nobody else is doing it. Exactly. that's fine. You have to be different. Yeah. And that's what, on the back of this episode... Me particularly, because I'm the main photographer and main editor. And he's the editor, that's the main I thing. Had to, I had to really say, i got to put my own, me, yeah. my own work, my not my work, my own soul into my photos. I do critique it, though. Well, that's fine. You know, you're allowed to. Yeah. And I used to say you're wrong, but that's cool. I'm never wrong. But yeah, are they being true to their art? I still think not enough photographers are. I think it's quite scary, isn't it, to be true to yourself in that way when everybody else is doing... This this standard this you know it's this way it's got to be this right. way and they're yeah. in they're in they're in uh, groups with these people they're friends with these people you know they talk to each other yeah. they 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 in the same comment group, on each other's they? photos and yeah. you know they big each other up it's very difficult once you're in there to be different without but being without if you want to be noticed wrong. you've got to be different mm. some of the top photographers in the world are the top because. They are so different. Of course. So you've got to be individual. Mm. So I still believe not enough photographers are being true to the, to their art, to the art or to their art. Because then the, the other question, is there no art? 
And that's my theory in wedding photography, that there is no art. There is now a standard level yeah. look. Yeah. It's a standardised, clear, clean photography. And it, sometimes there comes in a little bit of... Um of a fashion, no fashion trends in there. That's right. The we, we spoke trends. about filters popping yeah. in, you know, presets. Yeah. Generally, a lot of people are using presets that are three or four years old mm. from another, you know, abroad, usually the USA because they have a different environment than we do. Yeah. And their presets work well there. Then they come over to here two or three years later. People are splashing them all over their wedding photos, and it they don't kind of work the same. Yeah. They might look nice. They might have a look. And if one or two people did that, you could argue that that's a bit of art for them, and they're looking different. But when you know they've been to a preset sale online and they've all got them or a huge amount have got them they're not doing their own art no they're not developing their own style are they surely you've got to do your own edit you've, you've got, you've to. got to make your own edit. we spoke about this that we've I, i've purchased presets yeah but i won't use a preset and that's it i preset it because i initially i, I think oh, there's something in there i quite like you, it's a it's a shouldn't say quite isn't it you don't quite know why no but something connects it's intrinsic, isn't it? so you you I, I get it but then i i tweak it and i adapt it and then until i say yeah that's i like that that's what i and then you build from there mm. yeah ah oh, is it there is it going is it slowly going is it the digital world that's yeah I making think that's, the that's art probably, disappear that's probably a very valid point actually you know a lot of the younger people coming through are they just they're just working too digitally and they're perhaps being a bit lazy as well. It's but that's not their fault if it's all done digitally. No, but that if you, if you've young got the, people, are, that's how they've gone through yeah, learning, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. It's all digital. So. Yeah, absolutely, that's what I'm saying. It's a different generation thing altogether. Well, I think we mentioned as well about shooting film. I didn't shoot film because obviously I didn't grow up with photography mm. at that time. I've literally worked from digital, but I don't want my pictures. Fi- <laughs> don't want my pictures. <laughs> Don't my pictures, I don't like them looking clean, polished, bright, mechanised no, pieces no. of work. No, I don't, obviously don't like that either. Because my soul's not clean, mm. polished, that's not me. Oof, that's certainly oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 12 was our road trip. Yeah, That doesn't seem very long ago, does it? I don't know. It was, know. A, it was a good month or so ago. We went on a road trip, didn't we, down to Brighton, and we took a few photos on our trips. <laughs> well, I think Instagram is, there's an album on our Instagram, and it's just selfies. It's selfies of us here, there, and everywhere. Don't, don't we think it but really, we, but we were yeah. having some fun, weren't we? And a few days away, it was a we bit like of fun. We like a selfie. Yeah. So we, yeah, road trip. That was good fun, that. Yeah. I remember we were going to do some podding on the trip we just didn't, didn't happen, did it, it? no no uh, dear. no that, that was good too fun. busy doing other stuff so we took some photos of yourself uh, in Brighton didn't we yeah with Blondie and well not with Blondie obviously with Debbie Harry yeah and um, an we just can't remember his name <laughs> it was not Noel's Barkley it's Niall Rogers Niall Rogers that's it and in the episode you referred to him as something else didn't you I did um, can't remember who now you called him Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson. Not Mark Ronson, was it? No. But that was a that was a good a good little trip. I'm sure Mark Ronson's white anyway. Yeah, he is. He's so a, yeah. and, and yet Niall Rogers is black. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to get that so I wrong. Don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> when you said his name, I agreed. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew. You knew. It wasn't. Do you know it's what? When I said it, I didn't think yeah. it was right either. But, but I, I couldn't think of it. his name. No. Because I thought he was out of Daft Punk. Yes, that's right. But he looks like him. No, he 
He, he, did, he worked with Daft Punk. On that, I can't remember the song now, uh, Get Lucky, that, was Get it? Lucky, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's actually part of Chic. That's right, yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah, he founded Chic. But there was a picture of you with wall art, one of Debbie Harry. Debbie Harry? Yeah, Debbie, Debbie Harry. Harry. Blondie. De- Debbie Harry. No, and Blondie was a group. I said Blondie, it's not oh, Blondie. Yeah. She Debbie was Debbie Harry. Harry. And well, she is Debbie Nile Harry. Rogers. She's not dead. 13, what's with the ego? Don't want to no, dwell well, on that one. No. But egos are there. I think but there is an any walk of life, isn't there, people? Yeah, I think that's what we said yeah. in there. You know, if you know a photographer with an ego, it, we, we, we felt the episode might resonate with them because some people do have egos. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just a pain in the arse, isn't it? Hasn't everybody got an ego? Do you mean a big ego? Yeah, I think that's I what we were discussing then. Just some was outwardly brash with it and all that and yeah. it's quite quick to dispel anybody else's that's an annoying thoughts. Ego. And, yeah, an outwardly <laughs> negative on podcasts <laughs> <laughs> oh dear because um, that was the week of that silent thunder as well remember that oh yeah and that the thunderstorm thunder. it was just constant lightning yeah it was constant for a few hours wasn't it mm. and there was a lovely sort of like violet colour in the sky it was very it was, very eerie it was beautiful but there was no noise no so we did a little bit of research didn't we and realised it was the atmospherics that actually Push the noise up. So uh, there the was sound. noise, but you just couldn't hear it. It was yeah, exactly. It didn't come down to to the. It's ground. like a, the bear, not shitting in the woods. What's it? The one tree, tree falling, falling in the woods. woods yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. If bears shit in the woods, do, do they make a sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And I think in that one as well, we did revisit the point: suppliers outwardly and shamelessly asking their couples to send them the professional wedding photos that feature their business. Mm. We're always flabbergasted by that, aren't we? We are. But it is still there. It always will be. It always will be. Yeah. I I don't want to dwell on it. It's wrong. Mm. But if you do it, ask yourself why you're doing it. Yeah. Because you might be taken advantage, being taken advantage of. Uh, Whizzing through these now. That was number thirteen. Number fourteen. Documentary and reportage. Is there a difference? Yeah, that was an interesting one. I enjoyed that. That was interesting because there's no right or wrong to that answer. Documentary, we discussed documentary and reportage are the same. Yeah. But we were trying to say documentary, reportage and also photojournalism, which are phrases that all mean the same thing. Or supposedly mean the same kind thing. Kind of. But they don't really. Have slightly different aspects to them. Yeah. Documentary is as it happens. Warts and all. Warts and all, no getting involved, yeah. just watching it unfold. And then I think we, we kind of reason that reportage kind of gives you a little bit more artistic licence mm. in a documentary environment. You showed me those photos you know, a day or so ago, didn't you? Um, on this, this is reportage, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah, it's on? a great podcast. That is a great, yeah, and great, it was, great uh, content. You could see in this photo how it had been contrived a little. Ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. It was a great photo. And it, it could have been a natural photo, but there was something about it. You knew that it They'd wasn't. Been, yeah. It wasn't completely. In those situations, off the you, cuff. you kind of know that that's been seen. Yeah. But it had to be recreated. Yeah. By the photographer, he'd seen it happen. Yeah. But he, he didn't get it, so he then says, "Oh, I, I, that would have been a great photo." So therefore, he then, you were there, do that, did Set that, it up and, again. and that goes there. Yeah. And then I, but. That's the documentary because it did happen, but the reportage kind of 
rewinding it a bit, taking so it. So really, reportage is bad documentary photography. I don't know. It's, no, it's it's because yeah. <laughs> you should have got it. The but first no, it's time. not. But sometimes moments beat the eye. Yeah, they just do. It's all, natural all the time. I've seen things and gone. I know. If I'd been a fra- it's so annoying. But then I don't have that in me at the moment to say to get involved with the scene and then I just think it's a bit of a ball late for people for for couples surely but then if you've got that reportage edge to you and they would have seen those photos exactly that's what you're accepting for and that's why they do it so it is documentary it's just it it gives license and I think we discussed and it's quite a fair point that a lot of these reportage class photographers kind of have a bit of a qualification behind them yeah it gives them a bit more right yeah to be arty they probably are but arty, arty in a documentary way arty people because I, I get it and i don't think it's wrong i don't oh god but no, it's, I don't think it's, it's wrong. documentary but it isn't documentary in the same way it's kind of enhanced documentary i can i can imagine the type of people that would shoot that way yeah and they, they're not going to be wallflowers are they? they're not going to be shrinking not. violets they're going to be quite a presence uh, absolutely yeah they can have a bit more control yeah of what they do yeah because it's what they do and people hire they them are. for that reason absolutely so it's fair game yeah so we just reason that there is a slight difference it's not a wrong difference but that's why it's slightly different no it's true and then there's that photojournalism that we felt was just they were like photos that are Almost disposable. Of the time, yeah. But they're almost disposable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Of the time, but not not something you want to keep forever. That's right, yeah. Of no real you value might, later. You might put it in on. the album, but like you say, it just becomes another album filler. Yeah. You know, the photojournalist is a photo of a moment that happened, but it's not a... So I don't think you could really call a wedding photographer a photojournalist in that case. Not on a whole, I don't you think. You can't, no, because I don't. if you're a photojournalist and you're not shooting for something that's got any longevity, it's something that's, like you say, throw away. Yeah. We, I, that isn't a wedding. I remember that episode we mentioned about somebody going, having a commission to go to a war-torn country and document the war. Yeah. Which was getting in with people, the families, the people involved, the soldiers, the actual fighting, the after, all that. That's yeah. documenting. Whereas a photojournalist would literally just see bullets flying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know... The injuries and the yeah, aftermath, that yeah. sort of thing. There, there is a difference, isn't there? Definitely. On that that's side. But really it is example. still the event as a real thing. Yeah. It would be like someone going to a wedding, just popping in, you know, for half an hour, taking a quick few photos of what's going on and then going again. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's not got any real value to the wedding yeah. as a whole. Good listen. Episode 14. It was a good listen. It was good. It was a good, a good episode. Yeah. From my point of view. Episode 15, are weddings as we know them about to change in the UK? Ah, oh, this is quite specific. This well, one, this was on it? the back of um, something that the Law Commission were looking to bring into place, weren't they? They, mm. were, they, they? they were looking at changing the rules that we are abide, we abide by in ancient the UK. Ancient rules? The ancient rules. That was a kind of the point behind it, that society's changed, culture's changed. Yeah. We're a multicultural country, and yet where weddings are concerned, we're holding on to these really... Archaic. Archaic, that's a good word. Archaic. Ways of doing our weddings. Yeah. It doesn't work anymore, does it, really? And in this day of technology and computers, having to travel halfway across the country to stay there for seven days because that's where you're getting married back home, you know, is it? It's so old-fashioned, it's isn't it? It's so old-fashioned. When you, you could, could literally now time. book it online, 
pay your registration fee. That could be put on the website to say you're getting married at this yeah. church on this day. All those sort it's of easily things. Easily sold what, these days. What they also are trying to bring in, and I hope it does come to be, is that you can get married wherever you want. Yeah, that would just be amazing. You don't have to be in an official venue. Yeah. You just have to have a licensed registrar. But, yeah. Or... Celebrant. Celebrant. Is that why you're looking at me with your eye, yeah. eyebrows? Celebr- up yeah. What's help the word? Help me out. Help me out. What's the word? What's John? What's John? What's he want? What's he want? Oh yeah, celebrant. Celebrant. Register. Registrar. Celebrate and celebrant. All over the place. I am. And there's also humanists. Oh, don't start that. That's a different thing. That's more. But that's. I know what humanist is. Do you? Yeah. Our wedding at the weekend just gone. Or the last wedding we did, they're yeah. a humanist next year because they've already been married. Yeah. With a official registrar. But that's a celebrant as well. Oh. There's a difference between a humanist celebrant and a celebrant. Well, I thought I had a humanist. No, she didn't. She had a celebrant. But it was a humanist ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> Don't confuse me. Yeah, it's, it's to do with what they do within the the, um, the ceremony. Oh, the like the hand, and the hand tying yeah. and all that. That's, that's oh, right humanist. Then. Okay, then. You're more knowledgeable on me on that. <laughs> I just take pictures whatever happens. I know. Document the day. But that point about getting married where you want, whether it can be your garden, down by the river, in the market square, it opens up a whole new possibility yeah. for getting married where you want, meaningful places. Yeah. And how exciting is that for photographers? Oh, to get away from... It's a game changer, as I said. Just to get away from standard venues. Yeah. And we kind of felt that perhaps venues would be the ones out of anybody to suffer the worst should this happen. And to challenge it probably as well, well as Well, that's the point. Yeah. Is there going to be challenge from parts of the industry that might carry a bit of weight? Which I can think that's probably the only place it's going to be that's right. adversely that's affected. Right. But it's your day, it's your wedding. You should get married where you want. Absolutely. When you want. Yeah. With who you want. Absolutely. But that was, yeah, the Law Commission. They have got a bit online, and I haven't got it with me, um, but it's worth searching and having to read the Law Commission proposed wedding changes. Something like that, do a search for. It's worth reading. I wonder if that's going to do think, what it's going to do. I think do. they were giving until December 20 this year, weren't they? December 2020, for people to put through their feelings, ideas, maybe come up with points that they hadn't thought of, just so it can build a picture. When you say people, who are they going public. to? Public. Uh, just just yeah, public yeah, opinion. You, you could actually give your 10 pence worth basically. are we going to give ours we should do really, yeah, we, should. we should say as photographers we want we want our quality of life to be better yeah and if you do this it means certain parts of the wedding industry can prosper yeah absolutely one or two parts might have to make changes yeah yeah you know so it's, it's horses for courses absolutely um, it's a fair game finally which was our last episode was episode 16 we talked about imposter syndrome yeah, that was another interesting one. Who gets it and why? We think you probably get it. I think everybody gets it to, at some stage to a certain extent. Yeah. Everybody. Photographers and, and artists, definitely. Well, point in... in, point in what's, the, what's the saying? Point in motion at point in motion. <laughs> point in fact. Point in your finger. I'm trying. <laughs> the wedding we did two weeks ago. Yeah. They got their wedding photo that you sent them over their gallery on Tuesday. Oh, that's right. They got their photos. Yeah. yeah. And straight away, it's like, they probably don't like them. They probably don't like their photos. And you were, you were starting to, 
get because you hadn't heard from, back from them straight away that oh, they got them. That, you start uh, yeah. to you start to worry. It doesn't even cross my mind. I know that's not going to happen. I, think, I know I think, they're going to love them because they're fantastic. <laughs> they're fantastic photos. I know. When I'm looking at something like that, I always think of the worst photo that's in there. And there was two photos that I know I really wasn't at, but they had... Which, which they're not even going to No, of course question. not. Of course not. But <clears throat> from the rest of the album, you could just tell, because the sun did what it did in that precise moment, it kind of threw everything, didn't it? Yeah. And there was a fear. I thought, oh, shit, they're just... There was just... I just... You know what I mean? I don't know. They just didn't look to me like they were consistent with everything else. And I just couldn't get them to be as consistent. You've so just got to stop that's that, That's just though. me, I suppose. Exactly. That, that, but that's what we said in that episode it's having a standard bar set so high or not necessarily so high you've got it set at a certain level that you're always trying to reach that and on the whole you almost get there but when you do have a couple of photos that you know they're just so substandard to what you know you should have done yeah it just always leaves me thinking they might pick me up on that one because i'm a professional and i'm not a perfectionist because my work isn't perfect but i know if I can see it, maybe somebody else can. But of course they won't. But as you said, imposter syndrome. Yeah. yeah. They're you not just, good enough. Yeah. But they are good enough. I, you're writing what you say, and I'm just terrible at you being are. who I am. Yeah. But like you say, I think they were happy with them. <laughs> I think they were. <laughs> just a little bit. Carl, I want to... Re- give it here. Give it here. What? I want to read, you, read out the um, email that you had. Not to blow our own trumpet, but sometimes this is really positive stuff, and we're, we're not we're not always negative. Only so I hope, I, hope I can, actually I don't know if I can read it. So my glasses. Okay, this is from um, this couple. Thank you so much for these, Darren. Dave and I had a really lovely evening last night, looking at them all on the TV. Pleasant, relaxed, and warm, literally and figuratively. Can't say that word figuratively was exactly what we were hoping for, and you and Cara captured that perfectly. As you can probably tell, we're quite a we're quite a silly collective of people, and that's only likely to be more obvious next year and um, when there's more of us. I'll be singing your praises to anyone and everyone. The photos are great, and we also enjoyed having you both with us for the day. Now the tricky job of choosing which ones to print. Thanks so much again. And that the person who it was. But she never said, "I look forward to seeing you next year." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, that, that's always nice, isn't it? I mean, I'm not one for giving. Showing no, off but the I'm just like, the reason get. I wanted to read that is because the way you were until you got that. Yeah, no, you just that's you, right. You're, that's, you're just like back to the imposter, the imposter syndrome. syndrome, syndrome isn't yeah, it? yeah, it's like always that self doubt constantly, self, terrible self doubt. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never, not that I've never got any doubt. I just see, perhaps I just see the work differently to you. Maybe you do because you're not actually the one. Who's got the responsibility? It's <laughs> got to carry the can. It's your wrong. name, Darren Musgrove Photography. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think you've got to have a standard. Mm. Otherwise, you become complacent. If complacency comes in, all kinds of problems can occur. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm never complacent. You're not complacent. On oh no, day. I'm not complacent. It's just the way we work, and we've yeah. never we've never come across a problem. We oh, haven't been shut able to up. Touch, but, touch. Yeah, touch. Gee, touch. I can't believe you just said but that. But we haven't, have we? Yes, we come across problems all the time, but we always overcome it. Oh, that's our nature. Yeah. yeah. Particularly on a wedding day, we will, we will never make a problem be a problem. No. We are. We, we're very good. No at, one would ever know. We're very good at taking a problem away, yeah. particularly from our couple. Yeah. It's not their problem on the wedding Absolutely day ever. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely ever, and that's why 
<laughs> we're lucky that there's two of us. Yeah. Because I can continue and you can deflect. Yeah. And you can go and sort something out and do something if you have to. Yeah. It's the way it is. Mm. But we we're quite we're quite. Oh, what's the word? I don't know. What, what, what... It's important to us. We're quite on the wedding day that there is no problems for our couple. Yeah. We're quite that... serious, aren't we? I don't know what the right word is. Extremely serious. Um, yeah. We just don't let a problem be a problem. It comes down to that professionalism again, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It's just part and of the professional We always Definitely. say this. We are yeah. experienced individuals because of our age and because we've experienced a lot in life. We're experienced with people, aren't we? Mm. Different classes of people and different denominations and different groups of people. Yeah. You know, we've had risky situations. We've we've diffused. And, you yeah. know, it's just the way we are. Yeah. And I sometimes wonder with a younger photographer, a younger few photographers, if they're working as a couple that they just don't have that experience. It's not their fault they've gotten got the experience. No. But they might not deal with a situation. And I think that's why they fall back on this friendship thing. Maybe that's what it is. Because that's... That's a security yeah, for them that, on that that's day. that's the security, yeah. Well, I'm friends. your friend. You exactly. know, it can't be a problem, I'm your yeah, friend. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if you're not... If you haven't got that same um, feeling that they are your friends, and of course we're friendly. Yeah. But because you're, you carry on but that's in that right. professional capacity. Professional, that's right. Because... With friends, there's not always that time to step away and step no. back because you're friends. Mm. But with us, it's like we're professionals. This is where we do not be involved. We don't cross that. We don't cross that line yeah. at this stage. Yeah. We're professionals. Yeah. So, you know, I think our age and our experience, we're not old. No. We're experienced, but we're very knowledgeable mm. in people. Yeah. And I think that is one of the fundamental strengths you need definitely in this industry. Yeah. No matter what you do in this industry. You've got to be a people person. You've got to be a confident in all situations sort of person. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to be friendly. Of course, you've got to yeah. Be friendly to everyone. Yeah. And you just you just got to be yourself as well. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Not you've fake. Just, you've got to be yourself. Be fake. People will see through fake. Absolutely, we all do. Well, you do, don't you? Yeah. If you're fake, something goes wrong, and eventually the truth yeah. surfaces, doesn't truth it? Truth will out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay then, that's kind of been a longest episode we've done. Is it really? But it's our end of season episode, and we've we've kind of revisited a few topics, and they're valuable topics. Yeah. I mean, if somebody comes across this podcast, you know, later, it's worth listening to the early, yeah, the definitely. early episodes. Yeah. Um, and it is just our opinion at the end of the day. Yeah. And I kind of did this when we start. We we started. We just really want. There was nothing out there to encourage new people getting into the industry mm. there's lots of education out there isn't there Loads. there's lots of things you can find to help you with technical things and this that and the other but i i couldn't find anywhere that was literally saying to new people coming into the industry you can do it and you will do it yeah that's it yeah you will do it because you want to do it mm. if you want to do it you will take time and you will put the right time aside to educate yourself and to become familiar with the medium you want to work in yeah whether it's weddings whether it's sports whatever hopefully you'll come to the wedding industry because people always get married yeah plenty of work for everyone but really value yourself in what you do as time goes on don't be mr cheapy no just to have pocket money no there will come a stage where i mean classic example a youngster lives at home with mum and dad they've not really got much financial responsibility they might need to tax and insure the car get fuel in the car buy their clothes this that and the other mobile phone 
you know um, bill every every month but the general household bills aren't there mm. so you can live kind of cheaper yeah so therefore you can charge cheaper mm. which i kind of understand and get as you're going to grow as a photographer yeah but if you become known as a sub 200 pound photographer in the wedding industry you might as well not have a career you're not gonna have a career no you're not gonna have a career no you know we've done free weddings we've done cheap weddings not many no but we've always moved up haven't we and progressed and that's kind of those that want to do it will do it that's what i'm saying yeah those that sit on their laurels and are happy at doing 200 pound a wedding you're not going to get very far i think it's quite in, a, a good point to mention here actually is how to uh, to progress with your pricing i know it might be going a little bit off what we've been talking about as being a like a, a tying up all our episodes but Valuable it was a good point and we heard on a, in a podcast we were listening to the other day about when you get your payments if you get consistent payments over a, a set number yeah, yeah. he was saying 10 yeah uh, probably not necessarily even to be that much yeah. at your current price then you raise then your you price go up because that's right and you, you keep know, doing that you know then that people are happy with that price they yeah. get, they see the value yeah. what they're getting yeah and yeah that's kind of how we've traveled i suppose yeah and I'm not not religiously mm. but we've done a certain amount of weddings at one price and then well we should move up price now yeah we're entitled to yeah and then you do and then we we, uh, we might have thrown a figure up a while back and kind of it was a bit of tumbleweed yeah and we kind of thought well actually and that wasn't because our photography was the issue it was maybe because we had quite a lot of add-ons yeah we were trying to build the most, the, 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 the most appropriate bundle for everyone but then it got a little bit too it just got messy didn't yeah. it yeah so we've literally really we'll it, it down now, haven't mm. we? I mean, we we we're very reasonable for what we do. Very, and it seems to work. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You get somewhere you work. We will probably go up in price again, twelve months time. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to, won't we? We'll, we'll, things get more things expensive, go up, exactly. And we get the numbers. Yeah. yeah. But as as a new person coming into the industry, it's profitable. It's enjoyable. Make your mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. I would just give the advice. Every little mistake is a good mistake. One calamitous mistake could be the last mistake you make. Yeah. You know, yeah. just make your little mistakes and learn from them. Mm. We all do it, don't we? Mm. Brilliant. Right. As I say, I'm not sure when we're going to come back. It's I'll hopefully get something between now and Christmas. Yeah. Christmas, we'll definitely do a end of way, year review, it? see how things stand. And then into early next year, March, we've got our, currently our first wedding is in March which is a little bit late for us, but yeah. it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. For whatever reason. And we, we'll pick it up again then. Uh, as always, keep in touch with us. We are there on social media. We are. Instagram, Darren Musgrove Photo. Come follow us. Yes. Drop us a DM, ask questions. Yep. Twitter, D Musgrove Photo. Come follow us. Your eyes are really wide. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what they are. <laughs> Facebook. Uh Darren Musgrove Photography. Yeah, Facebook page, uh, Darren Musgrove Photography, yeah. and our website, darrenmusgrove.com. .com. Thanks for persevering with us. It's been fun. Keep smiling, keep happy, be nice to each other. I'm going to miss it. Be nice to each other. And we'll see you on the other side. See you soon. Bye. That's all, folks.